Helen. And I'm Liz. And we're sisters, scientists, and lifelong X-Files fans. And this is We Want to Believe. All right. So another episode. Another episode. And I have a few updates before we begin talking about Excelsis DI? 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 Sure. In Excelsis DI. I don't need to sing. Yeah. But yeah. That's a song. Yeah. Okay. Um. I, okay, so I have three things. The okay. first is I just want to let everyone know that I called my dentist to complain after my uh, dental hygienist was bothersome to me in a number of ways. That's great. Oh, my God. What happened? What did they say? So so they said that uh, the woman I spoke to said it was a temp, so she wasn't, her name wasn't on the record, but she could talk to her manager and find out who it was, and they're going to make a note in my file that I will never have to see her again. And then I went and I got my two fillings and my crown, which was a long process, but it wasn't altogether bad. And the it wasn't a hygienist. It was an assistant. It was because it was a bigger procedure who handled it was totally good and did not touch my shoulders or mouth unnecessarily, nor shame me for eating sugar, as she assumed, nor anything else. Um, oh, that's awesome. Good. Yeah. Good. So I feel good about it. I explained the details. The woman took them down. I'm good. Honestly, it is only because I talked about it on the podcast that I felt <laughs> like I had to call and report it so that I could tell everyone that good. I did. Yeah, oh, that's really awesome. Well. It was fine. Like, good. I don't know if this is going to lead to that lady, like never cleaning a tooth again, sure. but I won't have to see her. And now there's something on file. So if she does yes. other stuff that people complain about, it exists. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Awesome. Good job. Yeah. And then my other two um, updates or announcements or bits of news are X-Files related. One is, I don't know what to do with this document, but I found in my basement this um, old like little journal, not that old, it's from like the early 2000s, where during college, me and my friends decided we were going to write up the plot of every single X-Files episode that we watched. It did not keep up for that long because it turns out as you and I both know, it is a lot of work to sit there and write down every plot detail for every episode. And back then we were watching like two or three a night. So that was not wow. possible. Yeah. When, so what I've got. When was this? When I mean, I was living in the apartment uh, mm-hmm. with Amanda, but, or maybe with Sarah, but like Sandy's handwriting is in it as well. So like that helps you kind of get a sense of time. I'm thinking 2003 yeah. probably. Wow. Um, we have about 10 episodes, maybe more. Most of them are from season five, oh. which I'm guessing is just what was on cable right then. And then there's a few from season one. Whoa. And so, no kidding. Yeah. And they're just like notes about these episodes. I wish I'd had the huh. season one notes before uh, yeah. before we talked about them. So yeah. what um, do you know? Why? Do you remember why? What I recall is we wanted to create a detailed guide that could be a book ah okay sure yeah and i mean i don't know if in 2003 did a detailed guide to every single x-files episode scene by scene exist on the internet probably but i guess we didn't i don't know one yeah we didn't have access to one it certainly exists now but yeah yeah i'm sure i assume yeah oh my god Um, that's so cool that you found it yeah yeah i just found it like i was looking for i don't know christmas decorations or something 
And uh, so I found that. And then the last thing is something that uh, was going around Twitter. Now, as I was telling Helen before we started recording, I've been on uh, social media lately because there's been a lot of crazy things happening in the writing community. Um, but I won't get into that gossip here. Um, just allude to it. Uh, but the other thing that has been going around Twitter is that uh, there, here's a, an article title from Tor.com. A 25-year-old X-Files mystery was solved on Twitter in less than 24 hours. What? A yes. mystery from the show, or are they just using it? A mystery about an episode of the show. Oh, okay. What? So do you, do you remember the episode Dreamland from, I want to say, season five? It might actually huh. be in that book, or maybe season six, sorry. So it wouldn't be in the book. Dreamland. Um, no, Dreamland. I don't. Mm -mm. It is. You will when I say this. It's the one with um, what's the actor's name? Michael Fassbender. I don't know. No, he's either <laughs> Lenny or Squiggy. Oh, I don't know. There, the actor Michael McKean. Michael McKean. Um, oh, um, no. He and really? Mulder, he, he works at Area 51 and him and Mulder body swap. And that's how Mulder ends up with a waterbed. Oh, you know, I don't think I've seen that one much. I feel like that was one of the ones where we'd be watching them on DVDs and you'd be like, you know, it's it's fine or whatever. And we'd skip oh, to like a better See, one. I, rem I remember loving that one. Huh. It's got a lot of like, because he gets in Mulder's body and he tries to seduce Scully and Scully knows oh. something's up. And then Mulder's in his body trying to figure out what's going on at Area 51. It's oh, pretty lighthearted um, and it's a two-parter. And it's no, crazy. I don't remember that at Gosh. all. Well, apparently there's this scene in a bar where somebody walks in and there's this like country song playing that has these kind of mysterious lyrics and it's just playing in the background of a scene. And the tweet that got this all started was someone saying, I heard the song. I kind of liked it. It had this kind of neat sound to it. So they use the like Shazam app to try to identify it. And Shazam finds nothing. So then they go on the internet and they find out that ever since that episode aired, which was in 1998, people have been trying to figure out what that song is that's in this scene. And so within 24 hours, people come together on Twitter and figure it out. And apparently it was created for the show. The quote is they, they eventually they find a cue sheet for the episode that goes through everything scene by scene. They find the name of the people who wrote the song and then they eventually contact the guy who wrote it. And he says, they, our directive was we need a country song that could be about an alien or a human. Oh, and we need it in four hours. <laughs> So it was just written just for it was written for this episode. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well done, everybody. <laughs> so, so it's nice to see the X-Files, you know, active on social yeah. media and up to stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Any news about our potential Marsy guest? No Marsy guest updates yet, but that's more because I forgot to follow up. Um, oh, that's fair. It's the end of the like semester. I, yeah, just like I did with the dentist. I will also follow up here because this is a lot more <laughs> pleasant than following up with a dentist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have any updates? Um, no. Been real sick, been real busy. Yeah. yeah. Really, really counting down the hours until this semester is done. 
Yeah. Um, By the time this is, episode airs, your semester will be over. That's true. Grades won't be due quite yet, but no. I might have, I might have them in. They might. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. As I tell my students, you want your grades back fast. The better you do, the faster I can grade them. <laughs> so yeah. just do really good. And we won't have this issue. Yeah. I decided in it, like it, um, well, so a colleague of mine who's on my like mentoring committee for tenure, um, she recommended the book, The Slow Professor, which I haven't mm. read, but um, she said one chapter is about teaching. It's all about like, she made it sound like it's kind of about doing the minimum. Well, so that like what it. she told me, yeah, was that um, the book talks about doing the minimum amount of work in uh, while staying while it makes sense pedagogically or something like that like you know not sacrificing your students education but like doing just enough for them to learn um but not putting extra work um this kind of reminds me of people talking about in writing you could keep editing a piece to death mm. but you might make it two percent better and you just spend hours on it why don't you just start something new or do something different? That'll be worth uh, a lot more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or like, as we've talked about, I think I once drew a graph for expensive jeans and how sure there's probably a relationship between expense and how they look, but at a certain point it's diminishing returns. Like it's right. just not worth it to spend yes. more time. So yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, about I the will say this and in general. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, Oh, I don't know that I want to say anything about my current teaching philosophy while being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll I'll finish with what I was going to say is just mm. that. Um, so I made my final exam optional oh. for one of my classes nice. um, because they're taking their like final exam, not like the final exam, but like the last regular exam in the yeah. class tomorrow. And then finals week is next week. And I was like, you just had an exam. So I'm going to let them replace an exam grade if they need to with an optional final. And I was like, there we go. Yeah. 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 So maybe I I will be done with my grading is my point, I I guess. Oh, yeah. I did that in one of my classes. I'm kind of, I base it on how well they do on the unit exams. If they all do pretty well, then I feel okay about it because like Mm -hmm. they're going to leave knowing some stuff. But if they do bad or I have other reasons that I'll tell you while not recording, then I make everyone take it. Oh, I guess mm-hmm. I'll just tell you the reason. If I suspect but can't prove people have been cheating. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then that way I can mm, watch them. And yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Fun stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's all I got. I've been busy. I've been sick. That's... My family was sick before I was God. sick. Yeah. Um. I did just get a manicure though. My nails look pretty nice. I see. Oh, they look really nice. Yeah, thank you. I also, I just, I don't know. I want to, I just, well, before Helen and I started recording, I got to be with her as she went through the Taco Bell drive-thru and she substituted instead of the beef on the tacos, she got potatoes. And I just feel like that's the PhD. That's genius. Yeah. Everyone yep. should know you can do that. You can just go get yep. potatoes instead of meat. And genius. it's great. Great. Oh my God. That sounds Excellent. so good. So yes. good. I mean, it's, it's delightful. Yeah. God. Yeah. I could really go. Taco, Taco Bell Bell's. has a surprising amount of vegetarian and vegan options. It's, I remember they're, hearing they're honestly that. pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and their potatoes are delightful. 
I don't know that I've ever had their potatoes. You've never had their Fiesta potatoes? No, With their the Fiesta sour potatoes. cream and I'm um, sorry, <laughs> I got potatoes on my taco and then I got a side of potatoes. Um, Which was they- just like a power move. <laughs> I was just like, she's going for it. She's getting extra potatoes. This is great. It's like when you were a kid and you would dip French fries in mashed potatoes. Oh, yes. When I was a kid. Um, so, uh, so they're like little fried potatoes. Oh, they which, kind of look like breakfast potatoes in a way. Kind of. Yeah. But they're spiced differently. And then oh, okay. there's um, sour cream and nacho cheese. And mm. do you, are those the potatoes delicious. that show up on the taco? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Look very good. The other yeah. thing I like is that sometimes if I order like beyond or impossible when I'm out, I feel like it's so convincingly tastes like meat. I worry it could be meat. Oh yes. And mm-hmm. it's scary. Yeah. And yeah. whereas with potatoes, you don't have to worry about that. Exactly. You can spot a potato. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. I can spot it. I no, never mind. I was gonna try to sing that kid rock song, but instead say I can spot it. instead of I can spot a pig a mile away, I can spot oh, a potato, potato a mile away. Yeah, sure. But, yeah. 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 Um episode? Episode. <laughs> okay. Episode. <laughs> All right. So here's what I'll say about this episode. Just a quick heads up that rape gets briefly mentioned in this episode, uh, content warning. Um, it's not the bulk of the episode, but just wanted to let you know before you dive into the the bulk of the actual X-Files stuff. It didn't make me have a better day. Um, it was kind of a downer. Um, I did find out some interesting current research uh, related to the episode, but it was, I was like, this is not an enjoyable experience watching this. This is just kind of grim. Oh, no. I mean, it's okay. Like, because it opens with, it's at a convalescence home, Excelsis. And um, I mean, it's pretty much like, it's all old people. They You find out it's an Alzheimer's specific place, but they don't seem to have Alzheimer's, the people. and um, And there's like some orderlies who, what is an orderly? Do you know? Yes. And sorry, I had to finish chewing my potato tacos. (laughs) I was muted. Um, No, hold on. I'm going to finish. Yeah, absolutely. That can cut up the chewing. The potato tacos can stay. So I believe orderlies are non-medical staff. So not nurses, not medical assistants or anything. Um that help with things like transporting patients and okay. um, doing some of the like um, other tasks now, at are hospitals they, and nursing homes. Do they have a reputation for being evil or is that my own bias because of a book I read once? I don't, I don't. You no. don't think of them as no, evil? No, I don't. No. Okay. okay. No, I think I, of it as a very hard job that I would hate. That's, that's, I mean, all I got. Fair. The guy in today's episode while trying to get a woman to eat, I think, or no, a guy Mm -hmm. to take a bath. He was like, what do I care? I'm getting paid $5.50 an hour. And I thought, this is about the time that I had my first job, or it's it's a few years before. Um, And I believe I was making $5.15 an hour to work at a bookstore as a 15-year-old. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Pretty No, thanks. Yeah. but I read this book. My first introduction to the concept of orderlies was 
uh, in junior high, I read this Sweet Valley High book called Kidnapped with an exclamation point, I'm pretty sure, where Jessica and Elizabeth Wakefield are volunteering as candy stripers at the hospital. And one of the orderlies, who I believe is named Carl, that just came to me, gets obsessed with Elizabeth and he kidnaps her and he wants her to fall in love with him. And then the rest of them have to find Elizabeth and rescue her. And I know we did a, we had to do like these posters about the books we were reading or like our favorite book in like, to say sixth grade and i remember having mom help me imitate the cover of that book which is like elizabeth wakefield being shocked while big hands grab her um whoa that is grim that is like I, for sweet valley sweet valley high or sweet valley high it? not twins. okay sweet valley high is when they're high schoolers and like okay there's a lot of like Still. i mean it is grim but it's also like I don't know. There were people with anorexia, people with car crashes, people with mm. evil twins, people uh. with, I mean, it was very soapy. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. So wow. this is not especially, I, I'd be surprised if it was the only kidnapping in the whole uh, series. I um, think I equate those books with the babysitters club, maybe mm, more than yeah. I should. Cause I, yeah. I read like one of each, like I'm, I and one Nancy Drew like I never weird well I I think what happened was that you were so much older than me that I mean technically still are but <laughs> I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still so much older than you yeah <laughs> I caught up um <laughs> that you started introducing me to books once I got into reading that were more at your level. That and so makes I, sense. Yeah. So because I feel like I went from Harry Potter right to like Anne McCaffrey dragon yeah. novels. Yeah. Um, so I, and I think that these are, I think Sweet Valley High would be older. Sweet Valley, Sweet Valley Twins in the Babysitter's Club are very similar in tone uh, and reading level okay. and everything. That's where they're okay. in junior high somewhere seventh or eighth grade i think um okay okay yeah but so yeah so i'm already like i don't trust orderlies because carl kidnapped elizabeth wakefield um and these ones are watching a boxing match one of them is named terry he's a jerk um there's a nurse who kind of talks to them seems to think they're jerks she kind of is doing her rounds and um basically what happens is this old guy named hal one of the patients there uh, he's sharing a room with this other man named Stan and Stan watches as Hal basically like sexually harasses the nurse whose name is Michelle. He's like grabbing her. He's saying suggestive things to her and she's like clearly heard it before from him, but she doesn't like it, but she's like, whatever. And she uh, ha like cuffs him to the bed with like Velcro cuffs, which I was like, Whoa. that's just, that's just normal. Excuse me. Jesus Christ. Uh, I didn't care for that. But then she goes to like change out the bedding on the room of this patient who died. And I'll just sum it up quickly. A ghost rapes her. Oh my God. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, Yikes. you also see, uh, right before that, there's a guy named Gung who mentions, uh, the doctor and, and how, oh, he says it's okay for the patients to watch TV late at night. And the nurse says, no, it's not. Anyway, so you see the start of her being attacked and no one noticing or hearing, which was upsetting. Um, and then you see that, uh, Scully has somehow got a hold of this video that the nurse made trying to get attention about her assault. And she's like, this is what happened. She's suing the government. She is like, I need to be 
compensated. I need like, she's like, I can't get workers comp. No one sure. believes me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so um, Mulder and Scully go out there and they interview her and she's like, look, I know who it was. It was this guy, Hal, who is a creep who, and I can tell it was him. I could, I could tell, like, I know him. I've known him for five years and I know it was him, even though I couldn't see him. Um, and, uh, and Hal is very dismissive of it and is like, oh, I'm an old man. How would I be doing that? How would I get out of the quarter? I was, you know, cuffed in place or whatever. And you just see this weird look on Hal's roommate's face. So what I think is happening is his roommate knows something. He's going to rat him out. He's going to be like, but I saw something weird happen that night. How did Hal get these powers? Is that not what happens? It's, that is not what happens. <laughs> um, Mulder and Scully talk to the director who's fairly dismissive of the woman. Uh, the director is like a fancy older lady in a scarf and cardigan. If you can picture that, like um, New England paisley scarf, well-coiffed blonde hair doctor. I don't know if she's a doctor, but she's the director of it. Sounds yeah. great. Yeah. Sure. Um, well, yeah, but she wasn't very good. Nice. But um, uh because she's like, well, Michelle has started several other lawsuits and we don't really believe her. Um, and she mentions that Dr. Grego comes three days a week. And so now I'm like, Dr. Grego, he's up to something. He's causing this. Again, we'll see. Also not true. Also not true. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So then we finally see Stan, who is Hal's roommate, who turns out to have like I don't know, kind of a goofy British accent. And I, I forgot to look up if the actor's actually British because I could just imagine a scenario in which the actor was like, I think I want to play this one British. I don't know why. Like, because there was no reason for him to be British. I don't know. It was just, I don't, it just seemed, maybe it makes more sense that he actually is British. I don't know. Anyway, he's British and he's like, dude. Are well, you he sure he's dude. British? Um, I once uh, got... I don't know, a quarter to a third of the way through a uh, um, Leanne Moriarty. Is that her name? The author? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The author of yeah. um, Pretty Little Liar. No. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh, what? Uh, the one Big with Little uh, Lies? Nicole's Big Little Lies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I got a lot of the way through that audiobook. I had read books of hers before, um, but read them and. Uh, and was like, I couldn't figure out where they were from. Like, I kept going, like, these people have, like, such, like, low, like, like, low class British accents, like, working class, like, you know, really, like, did, rough. Did they and, say mate or? Uh... Well, then they started talking about it being, like, going to the beach in December. And I was like, uh -huh. where in England can you go <laughs> to the beach in December? <laughs> and then eventually it was like, oh, okay, this is. They're Australian. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess he could have been Australian. I've yeah. been watching a lot of British TV. I feel like. Oh, I okay. An actual Britishishness. Okay. But I don't know. Um, the point is, Stan says, I yeah. thought Stan was going to be like, hell, I saw you disappear the other night. No, he's like, you got to be more careful. You're going to ruin it for everyone. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then we see Stalin take a pill and refuse to give one more to Hal. And Hal's like, I need more. And Stan's like, you can't handle having any more. Okay. This, like, kind of big brown capsule. And then uh, Mulder and Scully talking to the director, all of a sudden one of the orderly runs in, orderlies runs in and is like, hey, uh, Hal is dying. 
And so they oh. run in there and Hal is laying on the bed, choking to death while Stan goes, I told you, you couldn't handle anymore. <laughs> yeah. And so Scully calls for a defibrillator. Um, Hal dies. I figure I'm okay with this because we, it's made clear. He's the one who assaulted Michelle, the nurse. Um, so yeah, he's dead. Sure. So, okay. You know, whatever. I'm yeah. not going to lose any sleep. No tears lost. A, yeah. yeah. Um, a fictional. So yeah, exactly. I'm not going to care about it. Yeah. A fictional, terrible a fictional person for sure. Rapist. Yeah. 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 I'm just somewhat gratifying. So he dies. You do see Gung kind of lingering creepily in the hallway. And can you and remind me, he's another person there? He's another he's a resident? nurse or an orderly. Oh, um, okay. And okay. he's the one who was like, hey, Dr. Grego said they're allowed to watch TV until late. And and Michelle, the nurse, was like, no, they're not. And so... Is this like a I nursing thought, home situation? Like, yeah, is that... Okay. the convalescence home, but they mentioned that these hmm. patients have been there for, like, years. And then we okay. find out, as Dr. Grego appears on scene, because there's been a death, and he's like, ooh, his death is a setback, which is a... <laughs> a hilarious way to express the loss of human life uh -huh. um but he's doing these experiments with this drug that oh you should see all my attempts to spell the word acetylcholine <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah something to do with increasing just, acetylcholine in the brain just be glad and, you don't have to spell acetylcholine on the board on the whiteboard <laughs> in front of people <laughs> god that is such a good point i don't like doing math in front of my students because yeah it goes poorly oh, yeah. generally yeah. when people are watching you, but, uh, I never really spelling. have to worry oh. about spelling the worst. I mean, like, okay, I spell acetylcholine. See, here's the thing. I don't spell acetylcholine wrong. I can spell acetylcholine. I can't spell like, um, parallel. That's parallel that gets me. Yeah. No. Yeah. Or I was thinking even more basic. I don't know. Like, uh, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know words with lots of s's and does there's a lot of me going oh god does this word embarrass have two as it embarrass might be one yeah. I'm sure yeah. I've never had a good grip on embarrass when there's like yeah. multiple sets of double letters I yes. start to struggle yep yeah 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 so anyway acetylcholine yeah. so that's fair that you yeah. can't spell that so yeah. yeah I mean I didn't even put a t in it in this time so like yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. So he says this drug okay. that he's experimenting with is supposed to increase the acetylcholine in the brain. And Scully's like, well, I heard about this drug, but I don't really think there was anything that exciting happening. And he's like, no, we're actually having really good results. And he seems on the up and up. He doesn't give off shady vibes. And I will say everyone in this episode is basically exactly who you expect them to be as far as how they act. The hmm. one orderly named Terry is a bad person. And uh, Hal, who sexually harasses Michelle and the first time on screen, also bad. The doctor, mm -hmm. not that bad, it seems. Gung, kind of shady. Um, mm. okay. It's just kind of, you get exactly what, it's what you see is what you get. And then the truly morally bad people um, die. And you then ah. you don't have to feel bad because that they're the ones who die. It's very wow. narratively convenient that those are the deaths that we witness, you know? Cool. Um, so um, Gung is then talking to Stan and Gung's like, you got to stop taking this so much. You're like, what I give you is enough. Stop taking anymore. It's our secret, remember? Which I hmm. feel like in a writer way, has anyone ever said it's our secret? 
just to remind <laughs> someone once it's already been established that it's a secret. You don't usually have to My be children, like- My children, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, I guess- When they were I'm smaller. Reminded, yeah, like, <laughs> it's a gift for someone or right. whatever. Yeah. yeah. It just, it felt very much like, now I need to let the audience know that I have a secret <laughs> with Stan. Um <laughs> So then we see Leo and Dorothy, who are two other people who live there. And Mulder and Scully are just kind of trying to talk to some of the other residents who are in this program. And uh, Leo is an artist. And Dorothy Does he is get inc- easily freaked out and runs out into the wild, terrified? He did not. But I did feel a real kinship or, like, love for him where I was like, we need to protect him and don't let him yeah, accidentally Leo. get loose and run away into the woods. Like, yeah, you're Leo. Yeah. Yeah. My big guy. Um. And every time I wrote Leo, I thought about him. Um, Oh, good. So um, the woman, Dorothy, I was like, I know this lady. I have seen this woman before. And so I finally had to pause the show and look her up. She is the woman who Jerry steals a marble rye from in Seinfeld. (laughs) Who, like, he rips it out of her hands and runs away. (laughs) Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. so so they're talking and and Mulder's like, oh, it's you're an artist. It seems like you've gotten better. And, and Leo's like, well, it's not the medication. No. Hmm. Um, and uh, Scully is like, I think we need to do more investigations. I think there's a link between Michelle's attack and something about these drugs or maybe the building. I don't know. There's something going on here. And Mulder is more thinking based on the... Um, what the director said, I don't know, maybe Michelle concocted the story. And I just felt like, Hmm. do better, Mulder. Be better. I don't know. Yeah. I almost, okay. I don't know. But I watched that scene and I was like, David Duchovny is not being a a very convincing here. And I just felt like I can see he's saying these words. And I just want to think the writer of this episode just needed a little bit of conflict. But I think the Mulder that we see most of the time, he might think it's something different than what Scully thought, but he would think yeah. that it's something, you know, I don't yeah. think he'd be dismissive. No, that doesn't make any sense. That's didn't not, feel right. That doesn't follow his character development, I think. Yeah. Then I write, the orderly is a dick to Dorothy. I hope he dies. He oh, does. No. He does. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um and so we see uh, Leo and Dorothy ask Gung for more medicine or more. We, we need more. And then Leo's like, well, I think Stan has more. And uh, Stan's daughter is coming to get him. May I uh, interrupt quick? Is the medicine, do we find out more about it? Is it just, is it just acetylcholine? What? No, 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 no. Oh, the acetylcholine, okay. Okay. the drug that Dr. Grigio? something whatever i said is uh-huh. grigo grigo his medicine increases acetylcholine in the brain you're okay. gonna find out more about this other stuff that gung's involved with okay okay yeah ah would you okay. like to guess what it is um i mean i vaguely remember this one going okay. on a hunch i'm saying there are some sort of pills that allow these people with you know movement issues and disabilities to leave their bodies and be able to go do cool stuff. That's probably a better episode than this is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> because that would, that's what needs to be explained, right? Yeah. So 
Okay. <laughs> so basically Stan's daughter is there. Let's go home. You've improved and your roommate just died. It's kind of sketchy here. Let's get you home. And now Stan's like, no, I don't want to go away because he's getting these pills from, uh, from Gung, but he doesn't want to admit that. Um, Stan runs off. Terry, oh. the bad orderly chases him through the halls. They're on an upper floor. It looks like Stan must've gone outside. So Terry steps out on this ledge and then a ghost figure pushes Terry out the window. Oh, Mulder huh. tries to save him. We see uh, the orderly clinging on by his fingernails and his fingernail, his fingers are like peeled up by an invisible person. Ooh. And then he falls to his death. Um, again, this is something where this one incident alone would ruin my functioning for life. If I were Mulder, like I just tried yeah. to save a guy. I reached out for him and I watched his hand get unpeeled from the window by something invisible. And he fell to his death. Yeah. I'd be done. I'm done. Yeah. 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 So um, at this point, we we see that um, Michelle is trying to talk to the director and is like, hey, I need more assistance at work. Now that Terry the bad orderly is dead, I am like working by myself. And uh, and the um, director is like, well, what about I think his name's Upshaw? What about Upshaw? And she and, and Michelle, the nurse is like, well, no, he just didn't show up at work. Um we're going to come back to Upshaw. I don't, I'm realizing now I have some real questions about him. Some real questions. Okay. He's Anyway, he is some other orderly. It doesn't matter. He's not at work though. Um, okay. Upshaw is? Upshaw. Yeah. He didn't show okay. up at work. And so- okay. So we see Dorothy is yelling at invisible people in her room and the director is very condescending about it. And then, but then we, and is like, and Scully's with her. And then we see these shadowy men standing around Scully just for a second. And Dorothy's like, leave her alone. Like Dorothy can see them, but nobody else can. Huh. And, uh, and then Mulder and Dr. Grigo look at the tox report from one of the dead guys, either Hal or the orderly, I'm not sure which, but they're like, there is ibotenic acid, hypotenic, ibotenic, a word like that. They say it a few times. I never fully got a grip on it. Huh. Okay. It's some not ringing acid. any bells. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Scully says, well, small amounts can cause hallucinations. And I just would like a complete list of everything that they say can cause hallucinations <laughs> because it is long. Yeah. Um, they then go to the art room and see that Leo has done this incredibly moving, moving, haunting mural all over the walls. Whoa. And it just occurred to me now that I wonder if some X-Files plots are things that were intended to be movie ideas that never got off the ground and are now condensed for television and have Mulder and Scully tacked on. Cause that is sort of the feel I get from this episode. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it just, it just hit me. I have no idea if that's real. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a beautiful, creepy, surreal sort of mural. Hmm. Um, and now things get real interesting because Mulder is like, I need to talk to Gung. I don't know why Mulder knows to talk to Gung. Maybe I was looking at my paper, but he does. So, he, <laughs> so um, the director's like, oh, he's in the basement. So we see Mulder lingering around this very creepy basement. He finds a padlocked door. So he busts the padlock off. Ugh. Would you like to guess what he finds inside? Oh, man. You can have a few guesses if you'd like. Because okay. there's okay. multiple I things would. in there. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
creepy tanks with fluid and some sort of body inside? Um, I'm going to give you half points because there wasn't any <laughs> fluid. <laughs> he did find a body. It is okay. in something else, though, not fluid. Oh. Uh, and there's something on top of the thing that contains the body. There's a whole lot of somethings. Wait, so it's not like in a tank, like I'm picturing. No, it's, it's not in a tank. Like a, a it's body. more in a trough. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Oh, I can kind of, like a... um. Okay, I can kind of picture that now. Uh with but not fluid, but there's something else in there? Bugs? Are there bugs? No. 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 Mushrooms. Oh, I wasn't so he I wasn't going to get there. So there's all these troughs full of dirt with mushrooms growing in them and Mulder and it's like this damp, drippy room. By coincidence, earlier today I was chatting online with someone and uh, a writer friend and brought up the time Overnight, a mushroom sprang up in the uh, grout of my duplex. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was so horrifying. Yeah. 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 Because she had, the writer friend had something, some sort of sprout, sprout up in her bathroom tile. And, and her husband was like, no, we need to kill it. And she was like, no, what if something magical happens? And I was like, <laughs> no, what if you kill it? And it comes back 10 times bigger. And now it's angry. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so... Yeah, uh, so Gung is growing a bunch of mushrooms in there, and um, Upshaw, the missing orderly, is dead in the soil. And okay. so uh, the whole room, I mean, it, it had a look like, I don't know, like some sort of druggy grow room or something. Um, it also reminded me of this time that, like, I ever tell you about the time when I was probably about 18, we drove out to, I want to say Harvard, and a friend's boyfriend who was part of our friend group, who I won't use the full name of, his dad had like a building. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. The, with all the like um, tomato plants and like. Oh, no, I thought you were going to talk about the uh, breast pumps. No, that was just where I was cleaning offices with, was, uh, <laughs> it was when I was, yeah, it was a different friend's mom had a cleaning service. I worked for them. It was at a company called Medela, and I heard all these creepy noises in a. Oh dark my god! Room it was once. for Medela. No kidding. Oh yeah, do you know Medela? I have owned two of their breast pumps. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I heard all these creepy wow. noises in a dark room once, and I went in, and it was a bunch of breast pumps running. That's so creepy. I'm, I assume they were doing some sort of like I don't know how long can they last sort of testing yeah. or something. Um, yeah. It, it was creepy. Um, but no, I think you've maybe combined the stories because it was about the okay. same time. And yeah, we drove to Harvard in like the middle of the night and we like went in this. Harvard, Illinois for people yes. listening. Yes, Just, Harvard, Illinois, not yeah. Harvard, Harvard, the, the college. And yeah. I don't know. We like were in this old building. Why were we there? It was really creepy. I don't know why we were there, but we all got really scared. And there was a bunch of tomatoes being grown on the third floor. Huh. And then... I remember I went in the basement and there was this like patch of soil and, and cement kind of leading to it. And I was like, this looks just like a dream I had with a dead body and everybody got really scared and we ran out. And then people got mad at me when I told them the rest of the dream, which is that the dead body was actually nice. And he came to life and we were swing dancing. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) yeah. So it, it reminded me of that, which the more I try to get a handle on why I was there and what that story is, the less of a good grip I have. Huh. Why were we there? 
what were we doing? I mean, we weren't, I it was, know. we were exploring. It was like, let's do something right. creepy in the middle of the night because there's nothing else to do. It might as well be creepy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. So, so Gung is growing mushrooms and now I'm thinking Gung is getting more time to talk and I'm thinking he's not a very good actor, but also he's being saddled with a script that is doing that sort of, oh, he's from another culture. He's mystic and wise. And he's going to say, you know, wisdoms. And uh, I didn't uh, care for that. Uh, yeah. But it's, you know, he's like, you know, in my culture, we care about our old people. We respect them as we do our ancestors. And we take these mushrooms. Uh, huh. He's like, I didn't kill Upshaw, but these mushrooms... Uh, they did provide <laughs> visions. Yeah. The mushrooms <laughs> provide visions of spirits. And this huh. is where I like it was I said it was just like a bunch of mystical pseudo-Asian crap where uh, you know mm -hmm. they're just like relying on the audience being like, oh, he is Asian and has ancient wisdom or something, which I yeah. did not like. I did not yeah. care for. Especially because it doesn't even hold up narratively at all, because the whole idea is these mushrooms make you see dead people, is the oh. idea. Huh. But these okay. people were alive, so it doesn't make sense. Hal was alive when he attacked Michelle. Was he? When did he, when did he die? How did he die? He died after Mulder and Scully were already there. Okay. He, took more of the pills and he died right 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 yeah and like stan uh -huh. still alive when he pushed the guy off the balcony but he's like you know there's spirits in this place and now they're angry um and so now Mulder and scully are talking about it and uh they see that someone has stolen gung's whole set of pills and um Mulder's like okay scully you were right this is something it is this medic it's these mushrooms that are being like dried and put into capsules. And Scully says, mushrooms aren't medication. They taste good on food or something like that, which I thought even, I don't know. Weren't we just talking about how I forgot about the existence of hallucinogenic mushrooms? <laughs> yes. Like <Yeah>. Scully does <laughs> as well, I guess. Um, and Mulder says, and get ready, Helen, because you're on, on deck here. Oh, Mulder says, right. shamans have been using them for centuries. Ask any anthropologist. <laughs> and I was like, I got one. <laughs> so I am any anthropologist. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, sure, probably. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah. I mean, people have been eating all sorts of hallucinogenic crap forever. I mean, you know, yeah. Like, I I can't think of a specific instance of that occurring. Like, you know, not as famous as like ayahuasca, right, or something like that. What is ayahuasca? Um, so, I mean, ayahuasca is a plant. Um, and if you want to talk about spelling, I was just uh, confirming that on Google and uh, trying to spell ayahuasca was uh, embarrassing. If Does it saw. have an H? It does. Uh-huh. For the W part of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. H -U. Okay. Tricky. Um, yeah. It's a plant. Um, I'm not getting too much more information from a very okay. brief scroll okay. um but uh so i mean like yeah you know people will use all sorts of hallucinogenic stuff for stuff and as far as any anthropologist knowing that i feel like yeah i guess <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah i mean i guess i felt like okay but that's not the same as saying 
people can turn invisible. It's yeah. not that at all. It's yeah. not at all the same as that. Yeah. Um, Ask so, any anthropologist. People can turn invisible when they eat mushrooms. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then we see a bunch of different shots, the spirits lingering around people. Dorothy tells Stan's daughter to run and save herself. Um, as I noted here, there appear to be a total of maybe 10 people in this whole building. That is Mulder, <laughs> Scully, staff, Stan's daughter, and all the patients. I don't know, 10, 12, maybe wow. in this giant building. Um, and so um, another thing I'd love to track at some point to get data on is how many times we see someone lifted into the air and thrown oh. or just generally levitated because that's uh-huh. what happens to the nurse here. And Mulder goes in to save her. She's in like a, like a bathroom shower sort of place. The door locks behind them and the, all the taps turn on and the room starts filling with water because Ooh. the doors are apparently airtight. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like there's no way. Right. I mean, no, I don't know. So I, yeah, the fine the finale of the episode is everyone attempting to get them Wait, out close, of this room. We're yes. close to the finale of the episode? Yes. I feel like we have no information though. That's true, Helen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um All right. the room All right. is filling up with water. Michelle is kind of not with it because she was thrown against the wall by a ghost. The water main is stuck, which did a ghost do that? I don't know. Um hmm. Uh, and, uh, and then at the same time, Stan's daughter is like, help. And Stan is choking in the same way that, um, Hal originally was. And Scully's like, yells for Dr. Grigo to get an injection of, I believe, acetylcholine from Dr. Grigo. And that counteracts it. And Stan lives. And then finally the water gets heavy enough. The pressure gets big enough that it bursts the door open. And Mulder and Nurse Michelle are okay. Stan is alive. And then Dorothy from Seinfeld says, they're gone. They're all gone. (laughs) Okay. Where'd they go? Why'd they leave? I don't know. Maybe because Gung got found out? I don't know. And who is they? Is it dead people? Is it manifestations of the spirits of the living people there? They... uh, I have I have more questions too, and like, so, uh, do you have more to go? Like, can I make? Should I save my questions? I mean, Is I will. Yeah, I'm, I'm. We now just have Scully's report. Okay, well, That's tell me it. what Scully says. <laughs> well, Scully says that the well, Massachusetts Department of Health took over. The place seems better. It seems more bustling, but unfortunately, without Gung's drug, everyone has regressed. It seems like without the mushrooms, and so there's like a really depressing scene of leo and dorothy sitting together and dorothy isn't able to talk and leo can't draw anymore and oh. stan isn't able to talk either and it's just like they've all regressed regressed dr grigo was removed gung is being deported back to malaysia and uh and it just ends on this incredibly depressing note of these people being like locked in their bodies basically um Ooh. even though they've got a better standard of care without these special anti-Alzheimer's mushrooms from, you know, mystical places. They can't do anything. See, this is, this is my question. Okay. So I feel like we have, from what I'm understanding, maybe I'm incorrect. I feel like we have two different drugs that are being talked about in this. We have the mushrooms that are being 
crushed up and then we have some sort of just acetylcholine or something or something yes. to something stimulate that, it. Yes. Yes. Um, and apparently that counteracts the mushrooms and the mushrooms make people healthy and ghosts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Am I getting this yes. Right? yes. It makes them healthy and it makes them ghosts. <laughs> okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, acetylcholine, do you know what that is? Should I give no. a quick? Please. Because okay. <laughs> I actually, I have some more to say about it, about some stuff I was looking up because oh. apparently there is some Alzheimer's research that uh, acetylcholine increasing it can help with Alzheimer's symptoms. Oh, really? Ways. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Um, so it's a neurotransmitter. Um, so neurons are yep. nervous system cells. I'm like, okay, back in, it up a little. There we go. Neurons yep, yep. that I can handle. Neurons. Yep. yep. So neurons, they're present in our brain, spinal cord, nerves throughout our body, um, responsible for, you know, being able to touch and feel things and pain and move our body mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, and so acetylcholine is a neurotransmitter, meaning that it's a chemical that a a signaling chemical that is released from neurons. Okay. That's what neurotransmitters are. To talk to each other? Yeah. To talk to each other or to talk to other things. So acetylcholine, um, one of its big jobs and the one I'm most familiar with is the fact that it stimulates muscle contraction. Oh, okay. Um, so um, acetylcholine will be released from a motor neuron. So a, a neuron that goes to a muscle and the acetylcholine okay. being released from the neuron tells the muscle to contract. So, okay, so like, if I, I'm playing derby, let's say yeah. it's before a jam starts, I see the jammer out of the corner of my eye, the whistle blows. What is happening is some sort of thinking neuron is like, <laughs> there's the jammer you should hit her and then on some level i can't detect other neurons are like hey contract those leg muscles so that you can roller skate over towards the jammer and yeah then i mean kind of like okay so we have we have like a in a really simple diagram we have like three neurons in communication with each other so we have a sensory neuron an integration neuron or an interneuron, and then a motor neuron. So the sensory neuron is picking up information. So that could be sensory neurons in our eyes, sensing light or sensory neurons, um, you know, like you touch something and it's hot. Um, And that brings information to an interneuron. And those are present in our brain and spinal cord. And those are essentially like making the connections and telling things what to do and organizing the information. Okay. And then that sends it out through a motor neuron to affect some sort of movement or change okay. potentially. Okay. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so acetylcholine is um, a really common neurotransmitter in the body. And so it's um, important for things like muscle contraction. It's also, um, I mean, there is acetylcholine in the brain. It's like one of the upregulated ones. Like it's a, a I want to say stimulant. That's not quite the right word, but um I'm not a neuroscientist. Um, I only Play one teach on one on. Button. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know where yeah. that was going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, it, uh, like a um active a- activating. That's the word I'm going for. Okay. Activating is opposed to like GABA, which you might have heard of, um, which have. is like a, a um suppressing. Okay. Okay. Um. So 
you know what else? There is research about how it can help with Alzheimer's. Huh. Okay. Well, no, I, I, I said that wrong. I'm sorry. Oh. You're going to guess. Guess oh. <laughs> what other thing I found a like. Mushrooms? Uh, yes. Mushrooms. No kidding. Yeah. Really? Now, in, I was looking at this article from 2023 called Tracing the Path Between Mushrooms and Alzheimer's Disease, a literature review. So it was a literature oh. review. And uh-huh. as far as I could see, it was a lot more about like supplements and not, um, not like hallucinogenic mushrooms, just like yeah. other type. Like it oh. mentioned li- lion's mane mushrooms. Um, hmm. And like, uh, it, the honestly the wording was too technical for me to manage it okay um sure but it seemed legit uh i yeah. don't know <laughs> i was like okay there's stuff here there is something where there's a relationship somewhat newly discovered that mushrooms can help with alzheimer's huh. um not even hallucinogenic mushrooms just other ones wow. um and then i also did find i was like well what sort of medicine do we have for alzheimer's nowadays and there's some real new one that's very promising where if you can catch it early it's something called lecanabab mab i don't know it, it's got huh. a different name but yeah uh, it can slow or even stop like the plaques that form on the brain with alzheimer's oh. i guess if you wow. start it early and it's just very new so that seems promising it's not yeah. mushroom based as far as i could tell uh, that because that was what i was trying to find out um huh. and then we also know like there's a ton of research especially at some places here in madison about using mushrooms using like psilocybin mush- mushrooms for treatment resistant depression um, right that is really promising so i feel like yeah that's one of those dated things for scully a doctor to be like mushrooms you know like uh yeah it is it is a thing yeah Yeah. in a bunch of different ways so yeah um but yeah your questions about the episode i have no answers who killed upshaw that's what i realized midway through i was like how's that body getting those mushrooms did i miss that i don't think so huh i guess the implication is the ghosts but why i don't know yeah right why were they yeah okay oh man yeah i'm sorry i feel like you've been i know i I know i know i got the short end of the stick what's what's next unfortunately unlike um uh three which i hated so much that it was fun um this one was just it was just depressing i mean it was like you know Mm -hmm real life depressing stuff and then it didn't make a lot of sense you know i don't know i was not i was not pleased oh Um, man i i remember season two having better episodes but i think i'm just not getting them um so what is up next oh my god i just saw what one i get after this it's not no no no, it's not a bad one it's uh aha okay so what's next is aubrey which uh oh i have no idea what that is it um it's one that is I mean, this is a well that the X-Files visits over and over. Crimes from the past still seem to be being committed. How can that be? <laughs> um, it's not Tombs because he was crushed in an escalator incident. So, yeah. you know, uh, it's it's this... Uh, I, I think you're going to be a good person to watch it because it's got stuff about, like, genes and Ooh, personality cool. and stuff. Ooh, um, great. Great. Yeah, Um my next episode oh god oh god oh god it's irresistible 
I forgot that was season two. Yeah, I was just wondering when it was coming. Yeah. Oh, man. And if you don't know why we're so horrified, you will be. (laughs) You will in a few weeks. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, people generally say that Home is the scariest episode of The X-Files, which I don't know that I ever let you watch, which sounds ridiculous now. (laughs) It's very much like a horror. It's got a real Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibe. That's what I hear. I think that Irresistible and um, it's like partner episode, like later on, yeah. uh, which I can't think of the name of right now. Um, those I think are the scariest. Donnie yes. Faster, scariest yep. X-Files villain. Easy. Yep. So. Yep. 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 Agreed. Yeah. It like really plays into all my like semi-Catholic fears like the very specific oh yeah i will so i think it's the second of the two with donnie faster that really digs okay. into that one because that's got a okay a priest and it's got yes some mm-hmm. other stuff mm-hmm. although does the don does the first one as well i don't remember as much i know um i don't i don't remember as much you'll have to okay. tell me yeah i'll tell yeah, you watch it during ah, the daytime watch it during the day <laughs> oh, oh man i'm yeah. kind of jealous I kinda, I'm kind of scared. <laughs> I don't maybe, know. Maybe, well, you know what? The holidays are coming up. Maybe we can watch it together. Maybe we should at watch it together. At mom's house. At mom's house. We can't, we can't let mom watch it, though. No. <laughs> scary for her. Okay. <laughs> this is this is a fine Christmas tradition. Like, yeah. To watch the scariest episode of The X-Files. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I just like I looked up the episode title list and was like, oh my god, it's irresistible. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wanna I wanna talk about it now. Um, I know, I know. Awesome. I'm like, let's discuss it now. It's terrifying. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's one and of I those that like makes there's... me think if I were Scully, I would be moving into the biggest, busiest apartment building ever where I'm never yeah. alone. Like yep. after all the stuff yep. that happens at her house. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, although then you have to worry about like ghost elevators and you know not not what I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say then you have to worry about people in your apartment building killing you. And I was gonna say, <laughs> yes, reasonable. <laughs> but now do you bring up ghost elevators because of that terrible exophiles episode, or do you feel those pose a real threat? <laughs> I mean but what I guess I mean is were you referring to that Exophiles episode or were you yes. just bringing them up? Okay, all right, gotcha. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yes. Um I was referring to that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, I'm so glad you brought that up. A little coda here at the end. Um, that terrible episode. I can't think of the name of it. What was the name of that terrible ghost elevator? And that ghost, ghost in the, the machine? Ghost in the machine, yeah. It's yeah. like all the electronics. Right. So there is this movie called Maximum Overdrive from the 80s, Mm. late 80s, before X-Files. It's the only movie Stephen King ever directed. Did he direct it? I think so. He was involved. He wrote the story. I think he directed it. And they talked about it on an episode of How Did This Get Made? And it basically seems like a very similar idea, except it's mostly cars that are taken over, but it's also other machines like... uh, I don't know, a sprinkler. They debate a lot, is a sprinkler a machine? And like oh. um, cash registers and like a lot of things. And it, it was also, again, reminding me of that episode from this season um, with Apple Fest. I can't, I can't think of the right. real episode's name either. Um, 
blood blood where I'm like yes yes it both blood and ghost in the machine have a very similar vibe it sounds like to the movie maximum overdrive or maybe not vibe but uh concept behind them of like Uh. machines giving you messages I guess in blood they tell you to kill whereas in ghost in the machine they do the killing themselves and in maximum overdrive they do the killing themselves yeah so it Hmm. it sounds like a very bad movie uh wow yeah yeah. it sounds like it yeah yeah (laughs) So yeah, I wanted I, to mention that. Huh. Yeah, I'm generally not interested in machines getting evil. I don't know. I just like for the like genre of horror or mystery or I just like I'm just not afraid of robots. I'm just not. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not I'm not afraid of technology taking over. Maybe this is going to be like 20 years from ironic. now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm just, I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. I, uh, I sent Adam a a text the other day when I was in bed asking him to bring me a cup of tea or or I said, can you make me some tea? And Mm -hmm. he texted back cup or pot. And then Google gives me all these, or maybe not Google. I don't know. My phone gives me all these options of responses I might want to send (laughs) to the question cup or pot. And the suggestions were yes. And (laughs) both. (laughs) <laughs> and so i was like nah, you're not there yet i'm not worried about you guys yet so oh any geese update have you been oh not- you know what Wait. i'm gonna check the geese right now oh yes but actually i was thinking i was thinking about what i was the rescue donkeys or what are you trying no to rescue get? donkey updates okay i'm trying to okay. get rescue donkeys to show up on my phone yeah nothing Nothing Which yet. is irritating okay. because I get so many other ads that I swear are th- from things I'm saying about, but no rescue donkeys at all, which is very vexing. Um, Too I'm bad. Gonna che- I'm going to check right now. I know. they. There's no way for me to know because I can't no. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I can assume based on other pictures of donkeys. Um, yes. All right. So... No, it seems like uh, Keep It Goose, which has been out for not quite a week now, has a normal amount of downloads, not okay. a surprisingly high thing. So maybe goose-shaped glassware did not get so big because of the word goose. Maybe, maybe because it's, it's like about glassware. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say maybe because it's like one of the most famous and best X-Files episodes. <laughs> maybe, but you wouldn't know that from the title of the episode. And again, it is, it has got like almost five times as many downloads as our other most downloaded episode, which is our first one. Wow. Huh. It's weird. Something's going on. It was yeah. shared in maybe the animal glassware community. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There is... Research. Sometimes I don't know if you ever get this where like you hear of your students taking classes and feel like, man, I want to take that class. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like there is this semester, I have a bunch of students taking a um, like scientific glass blowing class or Whoa. something like that where they're like making oh labware. Like, Are making- they going to make Erlenmeyer flasks? I don't know. But I, I know that like I saw one of my students in the elevator not no ghosts were present. I was going to say, was it? And no, okay. I, not that I know of. And, uh, and she was holding some glassware and she was like, yeah, I need to go do some, I don't know. Like they, it looked like regular glassware. I don't know if she made Whoa. it. I kind of got the impression she might've been melting it. 
I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> happening and I don't know where it's happening. Oh, like, yeah. Because don't they need something very hot? Yeah. Yeah. So like a, I, uh, I don't know. Oven or a kiln or something? Yeah. I mean, if you have you watched those uh, glass bear or glass competition shows? No, you've told me about them, but I never have. Oh, they're pretty good. I, yeah. Um, huh. But yeah, like a giant furnace. Okay, not just yeah. like a regular like the one in the burbs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, maybe glassware. Glassware. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe it's all no. There's still so many downloads. It couldn't just be the students in that class watching that episode. <laughs> this was my brief theory. All right. More research. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. All right. Sounds good. Well, rate, review, subscribe, and all those send things. Us- we, we haven't had a listener's yeah we haven't had a listener story in forever oh um, yeah that's so true send us some. on it what's something creepy yeah. that's happened to you how do you feel about technology is it going to kill us has it killed you are you a ghost <laughs> because you ate a mushroom i don't know tell us <laughs> until then that's all <laughs> all right <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs>